welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today, and this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. And as always, this podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not intended to be investment, tax, accounting, or legal advice. Hello, hello, and good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to this episode of Plan Your Federal Benefits, where we help you get the most out of your benefits and retire confident. That is my goal. So, let's jump right in. Today, today is... A topic that I talk about decently decent amount um, it's Social Security and when you should be taking it now if you have ever talked to someone about Social Security you generally get one of two different responses and I talk to feds and talk to people about Social Security all the time all the time and I ask people okay what is your plan with Social Security because there's a lot of wiggle room of when you could turn it on, right? And so, over time, I have seen two main responses that I get almost all, well, there's three, but two main ones. There's a third that happens sometimes. The first is this. Someone says, hey, I wanted to, to delay it till 70 because I know I get increased amounts, so no brainer, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna wait, right? That is their immediate response. Response number two. Someone might say, I'm going to start it right at 62 because I want to get it for as long as I possibly can. I know if I wait, I may not get as much, blah, 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 blah. That sort of thing, right? That's the second type of response. The third response, which honestly doesn't happen very often, is I don't know. I haven't thought about it much. <laughs> I get that as well. Um, but let me talk about the first two. So first and foremost... I do not want this episode to sound like I am 100% supporting delaying Social Security at all costs, because I'm not. I'm not. There, is, there are very specific circumstances where it makes a ton of sense to take Social Security early, and I totally get that, I understand that, and if that makes sense for you, awesome. But let me just share some of my thoughts and maybe a caution or two about taking it early. Okay, um, and some of the advantages of, of delaying it, right? And we'll talk through some of the pros and cons and see what makes sense for you. But let's dig right in, okay? So, this is the big issue. And when it comes to retirement planning, this is honestly the biggest issue that we all face. You ready? This is it. This is the question. We don't know how long we're going to live, right? We don't know when we're going to kick the bucket, okay? And so the issue that we run into, and honestly the reason I have a job as a financial planner is I'm, I'm helping people solve their financial worries in retirement even though they don't know exactly how long they're going to live. We don't know how long our retirement is going to be. And we want our retirement plans to be good for us to not run out of money no matter how long we live. We want to be okay, right? So, that being said, that's what we're solving for most of the time. Some people, um, in very specific circumstances, people, some people may know that they're not going to live till 110, right? 
um, and most people won't, at least right now, maybe medical devices and medical um, practices will get so good that that's what, it'll, what, that's what it will become. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but in a nutshell, that's what causes all the issues with retirement planning. If we knew, okay, that you were going to pass away, let's say, relatively early, then we say, hey, take Social Security early because you want to get the most benefit that you possibly can. If you wait, well, let's say you're going to pass away at 72. Well, if you wait till take, to take Social Security till 70, you're only going to have two years to, to take benefits, right? And so, but if we knew, hey, you're going to live till 95, hey, no brainer. Let's delay it till 70 to maximize the benefits that you're going to get, right? And so when it comes to running out of money and all those things, if we knew exactly how long we were going to live, we'd just do the math. Say, hey, you're going to be retired for 25 years exactly. Let's run the numbers and see exactly how much you could spend, how much you could take out of your accounts, when you should take Social Security. It would be simple, simple, simple planning. But unfortunately, we don't know. <laughs> the big retirement question of how long you're going to live is the big unknown that we do not know. And so for most people, the thing that they're solving for is I don't want to run out of money. I want to make sure no matter how long I live, no matter how long my spouse, is, my spouse lives, I want to be okay. I want them to be okay. And let's build a plan for that to happen, right? And there's different tools you can use to help you in, on, that, on that journey, right? Um, and so I guess my point today is that Social Security is one of, a great tool in helping us not run out of money. And let me walk you through it. So having, let's say, a ton of investments and living below your means and not taking much out of your investments, that's a great tool as well. There's some products you could buy like annuities and life insurance, different things that help in retirement potentially, it depends. Honestly, for federal employees, you generally don't need a lot of that stuff because you have a pension and you also have access to Social Security, so you have a ton of fixed income already. So in most cases, probably 98% of federal employee cases, I would not recommend any annuities, any other life insurance, or I'm not saying no life insurance at all, I'm just saying some people use it as a retirement income source when they use life insurance with cash value. And sometimes that makes sense, but most of the time it's just not the most efficient way to provide income in retirement, right? It's not a terrible option, it's just not the most efficient way. Okay, so even let's say if you do an annuity, if you go out and, and take a bunch of your TSP money and buy an annuity, they're gonna guarantee a certain rate of return, right? And these days it's very low, it's very low. It's gonna be two, 3% maybe, right? So that's what the, the rate that they're gonna guarantee over the course of however long your annuity pays out for. Now, the downside of buying an annuity is that your money is tied up. And there is a bunch of rules and a bunch of penalties if you move stuff around, if you want access to your money prematurely, right? So there's a huge downside that you don't have the flexibility. Now, with Social Security, for every year that you delay it, after your full retirement age, you get a guaranteed 8% return for the rest of your life with inflation and adjustments, okay? So let's say you know your full retirement age is 67. If you wait till 68 to start Social Security, well, your benefit is gonna be 8% higher 
every year for the rest of your life. Plus, with inflation, it'll grow as well. There's inflation adjustments. It's a huge, huge, huge benefit. You cannot get the guaranteed returns that Social Security offers basically anywhere else. Some people might say, oh, what about the stock market? It averages 10%. Well, yes, it does. Over the last 50 years, 100 years, it has averaged 10%, right? But that is far from guaranteed. Some years it's gonna be lower, some years it's gonna be higher, it's gonna be all over the place. There's volatility there. So for a guaranteed 8% return, now that is, you cannot find that anywhere else. And actually back in like the 80s, the 90s, when, when interest rates were really, really high, let's say, you know, you can get a 10-year 10, a 10 bond for 10%. It's like, well, no, don't take Social Security. Just invest in that, and it'll pay out 10%, right? That's pretty close to guaranteed. But nowadays, with interest rates so low, to get guaranteed returns of 8%, that is very, very, very hard to replicate. Now, with all that being said, <laughs> I don't know what makes sense for you. If there's legitimate concerns um, about, let's say, passing away early, or other things going on in your life, I don't know all the situations that you might be in, then it may make sense to take it early. Just in my, my experience, most people are trying to solve for the issue of not running out of money, and that's a great tool to get the most guaranteed return for the money, right? It's a great, great, efficient way to do that, right? That's guaranteed by the government as much as, as, much as possible, right? Uh, there's... You know, you can, like I said, go buy an annuity with an insurance company or something like that. In my opinion, while insurance companies may be very solvent, they may be in great position, they, in my opinion, are never as secure as the U.S. government, right? I think all insurance companies are going to go out of business before the U.S. government actually goes out of business, <laughs> right? Um, but that's my opinion, right? Um, there's no, no one that can guarantee anything. Nothing's guaranteed. Um, investing in the, in the TSP is not guaranteed. Investments at all, the stock market is not guaranteed. There's so many things that aren't guaranteed, but if you don't do anything, if you just put all your money under your mattress, you're guaranteed to let inflation dig into your money every year and it'll slowly just whittle it away. So there's guarantees on both sides. There's risk everywhere. It's just a matter of finding the best risks that make a ton of sense for your financial plan. Risk is not bad, right? It is not bad. It's just a matter of managing it to, in a way that makes sense for your situation, right? And that's how Social Security can be a great supplement to your pension, your TSP, and all these things. Now, one big issue that comes up if you do delay Social Security is now you have probably a gap. Most people, most feds retire late 50s, early 60s, right? And so if you don't take, let's say, Social Security until 70 or late 60s, you have this gap in years where you're going to have lower fixed income. You're going to have your pension, maybe some other income, and you're going to have your TSP. So you're going to have to pull extra from your TSP to fill, fill the gap of income during those years until you start Social Security. So you want to make sure that your TSP, your retirement investments, can handle that and it's not going to completely decimate them. So that's another ramification, a thing you want to look out for. But assuming you could handle that, sometimes it's worth it to delay it and deplete your resources just a little bit extra 
to in the long run have that added increase in social security. It just depends. It depends. But I just want to share some of my thoughts and some of the things to think about when thinking about social security and um, some of the reasons that um, it may make sense to delay or not, right? I, again, these are meant to be educational and not meant to say this is exactly what you should do, right? For you, you have to look at your situation and do your research. Be very, very informed about each topic, especially like social security, which once you make that decision, it sticks with you for the rest of your life and it has ramifications for you and your spouse, right? For example, the once one person passes away that was taking social security, generally the spouse is eligible for a survivor benefit, right? Um, if they had work on their own record, that's, it's going to change it, but um, they generally have a survivor benefit. And that benefit is directly correlated to what the now passed away spouse was receiving. So it's not going to only affect you what you decide for social security, but also your spouse if you were to pass away and leave behind, right? So there's lots of ramifications and there's no way I could cover it all in this 10-15 minute video, but I hope that just discussing some of the key points can get you started on your journey, get your wheels turning to get you on the right path to making a great decision. When it comes to Social Security, retirement, and all your other retirement benefits that you enjoy as a federal employee. So I hope this was helpful. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.